Right, hello everybody welcome back to rent free with Mackenzie Davis today I have all of these great people here with me if you're on YouTube you can see them these are your favorite TikTok entrepreneurs and hustlers I am going to give it off to them to introduce themselves and then we'll kind of get into questions and just start talking about this lifestyle for those that don't know me my name is Stephanie Kabidi I'm in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I'm a 21-year-old real estate agent as well as real estate investor, kind of gearing towards that investing space. So, yeah. I'm Troy Sona. Uh, I'm 19. I'm a property manager as well as real estate investor in the Seattle area out in the Northwest. Uh, the last couple of year, or last couple of months have actually been geared more towards the investing side, though, and that's where I want to pursue heading forward. My name is Aiden Mackey. I'm a 20-year-old now real estate agent out in Orange County, California. Um, my plan is just to grow my real estate business and eventually grow out into a couple of multiple states and maybe internationally eventually. Guys, uh, my name is Caden Herdivis. I'm a realtor here in the greater Seattle area, the 206. Uh, been looking to get into real estate investing more, but for the past four months, I've been an agent. My name is Charlie Rios. I'm a real estate agent here in Washington, and I am a soon-to-be investor. We're actually buying up properties out in Florida. so. That's been my main focus of the past couple of months. I've been in real estate for around nine months and heading to 10. Yeah, so, and then you guys, of course, know me. Um, I've been in real estate for two years. I'm a student and also a realtor in Maryland. So um, I asked you guys on TikTok to ask questions for this episode. Um, I know that a lot of my followers are super interested in how to get started in real estate and also like just what the lifestyle is like. I'm not sure if you guys have similar experiences. I'm sure that you do. CJ asked what the best advice you can give to someone who wants to be an entrepreneur but has nowhere to start and yeah. I would say, and I tell this to everyone, um, I would say find people that are doing what you wanna do. Find them and just kind of learn from them, spend time around them. If you can, maybe find someone who can mentor you. But you know, the first thing you wanna do is find what your passion is because I truly believe if you do what you're passionate about, you know, you're going to be successful because you can work so hard at it and it's not going to feel like work to you. Mm -hmm. So that would be my suggestion to anyone who wants to get into entrepreneurship. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, and I feel like no matter what, like you will be able to find the resources you're looking for. Like, for example, like I decided I wanted to get into wholesaling a few months ago and like you can find Facebook pages and like random things where people are willing to help you. You just have to kind of put yourself out there and like reach out for what you're looking for, if that makes sense. Exactly. I've got something to pick up on that too. Uh, basically, if you're asking that question, you can already tell that you have the entrepreneurial mindset. And what that goes that picks up on is having mindset helps you completely in this industry and you never, you're gonna have to deal with rejection a lot. And if you want to be an entrepreneur, you're going to have to have thick skin. So definitely be ready for that. And basically just put yourself around, like Aiden, Aiden said, put yourself around people that you want to be like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the number one thing is just finding your passion and then finding a way to monetize it. That's going to go a long way in the end. I'm going off of that. Someone else asked that if you have the drive and work ethic is having big success, big success in real estate possible even though there could be many other hardworking people like is it competitive and like how does that work i feel like competitiveness doesn't play a part i feel like the main thing is just being consistent like as long as you're willing to put in the work every single day and consistent about it then you're going to take off more than 
you know, someone else that may be doing it, but not doing it as much as you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I, I, I add on to that as well. Um, out here in Orange County, it's a super competitive market. But honestly, business is so abundant. Like California itself has like 40 million people. Um, and most realtors, they, they sell a house to someone and they don't stay in touch with that person for the next 10 years. So there's so much opportunity for you to go in, take them as a client and, you know, build a relationship with them. It's all a relationship business. So I always say business is super abundant. And if you have that mindset that business is everywhere and you can get business, you will get business. You just have to kind of be consistent and work hard at it. So you're about to make a video on this. I have it typed out in my notes. It was so before I got into real estate, I thought the same exact thing because that's what everyone was telling me is that there's not an ability, like you wouldn't have the ability to make money because how many realtors there already are. But within the 27,000 realtors that are in King County, well, in the Washington, in Washington state, there's about 95% of them that don't do any work. And as long as you put that extra 5% effort into your clients and actually show them that you care about them, they're going to come back to you and they're going to refer you to more people. So in that middle ground, there's a lot of people that just don't do anything. Yeah. And then one other thing I want to add on is like when I'm cold calling in the morning, I reach someone and they're like, oh, you're the 20th person to call me today. Okay. That's a good thing. There's 40,000 realtors and I'm only the 20th one. Mm -hmm. So there's only 20 people cold calling on that certain day. So, you know, there's opportunities definitely to be found. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that goes along with like perspective, like the way you just said that it's really cool that like, oh, I'm only the 20th person. Like it's easy to get discouraged and like think that it's not going to work out. But if you kind of look at the way things are like that, then it makes your success come easier. Um, at least I feel that way. I feel like if we're gearing it towards real estate agents, another thing that like stands out is like your personality. So like not everyone has the same personality. So, you know, some person may gear towards, you know, this person to, to be their real estate agent, but there's going to be a lot of people that want to work with you and only you just because they like you, they know you, they trust you. So as long as, you know, you're willing to put in the work, you're going to get business either way. Yeah, definitely. Um, like on that same kind of like path people are always so curious about being young in this business and like how to get business that's probably the number one question I get is like well what do you do to get clients how do you get clients how do you get people to trust you um, what do you guys think like you do that helps the most in that way um, I would say just be knowledgeable and confident like I study my market every day and I've been able to pick up just recently like international clients with a pretty big budget just because I know my city and I know what's selling I know what neighborhoods fit for that person mm -hmm. and on top of that if I'm you know aiming for a bigger listing um, I take my mentor with me you know he's a little bit older he has more experience in the game and is a little bit more well known so that definitely helps a lot too you know I, I have to split the deal 50-50 but 50% of something is better than 50% of nothing yeah so that's kind of what's helped me obviously um you know, I can grow a beard, which kind of helps too. If you can do that, I'd recommend it. But that's always helpful too. Yeah, I agree with Adin. I mean, I was talking about grow a beard with my mentor, and he's just telling me if you're young, dress professionally, know what you're talking about, and like you said, um, just get a mentor that can walk into listing appointments with you. I mean, people are just naturally not going to be as confident when you're young, but if you know what you're talking about. Um, it's sure gonna help. I've always like said the dressing professionally like helps so much like the only time I've ever been asked how old I was was one day when someone wanted to see like a property like 
really quick and I wasn't dressed like professional and I went and she was like can I ask how old you are and so I feel like that makes such a difference and ever since then like I never go to an appointment not in like business casual and I've never been questioned since so I think it's like that and then confidence combined is like what I always tell people but yeah yeah for some reason i get asked all the time for some reason i really don't know why i get asked but i just tell them i can't share that with you yet until you buy the house i say it in like a jokingly way and then they just kind of laugh it off too yeah yeah i always get asked it because of my business card because i look younger on my business card and they'll be like you look so young and then i'll go like this and take my mask off and they'll be like oh you are young and i'm like yeah i'm 19 and then they'll just be like oh Yeah, the masks make a difference too, I think. Like, people don't really notice as much, like, this time. But then over the summer when there was, like, no mask requirement, I, like, felt like people noticed more. It's interesting. Yeah. In terms of, like, advice, like, what was the best piece of advice, like, a mentor or someone that you follow or something like that gave you that kind of stuck with you if you have anything like that? The best thing that I ever got was get your mind right and get your body right before you do anything. Mine would just go back to how abundant business is. Like, don't have, like, kind of like Hayden said, it goes back to your mindset. Don't have that limiting mindset because your mind, honestly, is everything. You know, you put your mind to something, honestly, as corny as it sounds, you're probably going to get it done. So just having an abundant mindset and just knowing that business is everywhere and you can find business pretty easily. You just got to find it, kind of find out what your niche is, what you're good at, what are your strengths and play to them. And my mentor, when I first got him, he said, well, when I first found him, he before he gave me any sales book, any negotiation book, uh, it was the law of attraction. That was the first book that I read and getting your mindset right and knowing that you attract everything to yourself and everything's about your subconscious mind. Yeah, I like that. That's good advice. Kind of similar to that question, like if you could go back in time and like talk to your younger self and give yourself advice about this career, Do you guys have anything that you would have told yourself that you wish you kind of knew in the beginning? I feel like I should have started like social media sooner. Like I did YouTube and kind of documented my journey, but like in regards to kind of targeting, you know, buyers and sellers and being more specific with that, with my local area, I feel like that would have played a huge part with my real being a real estate agent and with the growth within that field. Um, so like TikTok would have hopped on that, would have hopped on Instagram even sooner. And I think, you know, for people watching this that are looking to become a real estate agent or even real estate in- investor, I think that's going to play a huge part. Oh, I just said if I was going to tell my younger self something, it would just have to do with balance. Just getting started in the real estate, I was really focused on the whole hustle culture aspect of things. Because as we mentioned prior, everyone was like really focused on the fact that it's a very saturated business. So if you're not outperforming the people that, you know, you're working against, you might not perform at all. So I was working holidays, my own birthday. I was missing, like, hanging out with friends. I was really doing much that wasn't work-related. And while it did pay off at WRM today, I definitely tell myself to focus a lot more on balance the way I do now. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, Something, like, I think, like, I would tell myself, too, is just, like, I wish I got started sooner. And the reason I didn't was because I didn't think that, being in real estate like aligned with my goals so like I'm a psych major I want to be a therapist and I always thought like okay well real estate has nothing to do with that but I've learned like really quickly through this business that like you can do this alongside any other job especially if you have interest in it and like real estate is just such a key tool to like invest and grow your portfolio and things like that 
um, completely outside of even like a career. So I just wanted to like highlight that because I think it's important. And a lot of people are like on the fence um, about whether or not to get in, get into real estate. So uh, I probably would have told myself just get into it earlier. I think time is everything in this business. You know, it's like a, it's such a snowball effect. You know, you put in the work last year and you start to see the results from it this year. And one client turns into two clients and three clients and whatnot. So I kind of wish I started, you know, when, the day I turned 18. I yeah. wish I, you know, just got my license then because my business probably would have been doubled by now. Um, so my advice to anybody who's kind of on the fence about getting into it is just start because one year from now, you're going to wish you started 365 days ago. Yeah. Yeah. To pick up on that as well. Uh, I got out of school, high school and thought college. I was, I went and got my was going for my business degree at a two-year school and if I would have focused my time on real estate and gotten my license the day that I got a one of the day I turned 18 then just like 18 said my business would have been doubled and I wouldn't have that at all right now yeah f college <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can relate to that. Cool, but no shade to Mackenzie <laughs> no it's okay I really I get that um well, so I guess that's a good segue. Like, what do you guys think about like being a college student and a realtor at the same time? I mean, obviously I have my own perspective on this, but those of you that are kind of in school or have been through school and like whatever, do you think it's worth it? Or would you just suggest that people go straight into real estate? I just think I'm straight. I said like literally last night, it was due at midnight, got it in like 1150. You can do what you gotta do. It's hard. It's definitely, like I said before, balance because Maintaining a full-time work schedule, and if you're going to take 15 or 20 credits a quarter like most people want to, you're also going to be on a full-time school schedule. You don't want to have your work hurt your grades and your grades hurt your work. So you definitely have to find a good middle ground schedule, have everything be like, I do all asynchronous classes, that way everything's on my own time. Mm-hmm. I think that definitely helps versus like going to actual classes and having to be a part of courses in like the Greek life. Not that I'm throwing any shade at it. I think it's fun. I just think it like takes a lot of time away from what you need to do in terms of real estate. No, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I always say, like, I don't know. I mean, I go to school four hours away from home, so it's kind of like a separate life over here. But people ask me that, like, if they know they want to go into real estate, like, should they get into it or go to college for it? And I'm like, if you know real estate's it for you, please don't go to college. Like, I wish that, like, people understood that you don't need a degree because it just wastes a lot of time and money. I don't even know. Do you guys know, like, what's different if you have a degree like what can you do differently because i have no the degree idea. that's all that's different in, in terms of real estate or yeah in terms, overall, in terms of real nothing. estate no. oh i guess you put like an md after your name which might impress a couple people or is it md or what is it phd i don't even know no it would just down. be a bachelor's yeah it just literally, be- literally there's no benefits it's just the paper it's just you just get the degree well look here, here's one argument in um in defense of the people who kind of support college. Um, the thing I hear all the time is, oh, I'm going to college for the networking. I guess that's kind of one thing, but, it, but in the, I mean, I personally believe in this day and age, you can network literally anywhere. Like, look how we all met, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, you can literally do networking, you know, at your local Starbucks, at a restaurant, at a bar, at, um, well, we can't, most of us can't do a bar, but um, on Instagram, TikTok and whatnot. You're not going to college for networking makes sense before social media. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And right. you, and I, go on. Oh, I was just gonna say, picking up on what you said, what we were talking about earlier, if you get, if you surround yourself with the right people and make it known on what you want to do and what your goals are, you're gonna 
end up finding people that have those same goals and maybe have already already even pursued those goals and then they'll connect you with even more people yeah so, it's it's like energy dude you it's crazy because you attract you know like energy yeah like, you know yeah, we kind of i'd say we all kind of attracted each other to each other almost in a way um it's super cool how it works and you know i have super respect for anyone who can do college and real estate at the same time because i'm sure most of you guys know real estate's like a career that's like full time like you're taking calls at 9 p.m 10 p.m um 6 a.m even and if you can balance out with college like mad props to you but i personally can't like i've got i can barely focus the way it, as it is and i had no passion for pre-calculus and u.s history i'm sorry but um yeah i would not be able to do it like i'd just be failing if i um was in college right now yeah no i get that and another thing too like people you guys were talking about like networking and everything and like i've always looked at it like if you're going to school for real estate like to get a bachelor's degree like that four years you spend in college could have been spent out in the field making connections networking and like you might network in college but you're gonna just do even more of it if you just go straight to real estate um not trying to like discourage anyone from college obviously like i'm here so makes sense but um, their parents are gonna hate us i know they're like f you guys but whatever um yeah i'm just talking in terms of real estate like if you want to do something else go to college i don't know do you guys think is like the easiest part about real estate and then the hardest part about real estate networking is definitely the easiest if you know how to talk to people yeah you just start up a conversation and especially a lot of people say it's hard to do it at certain places like the gym just say hi that's all you have to do yeah. or help someone out with something see if they're struggling with something you just help them out and then it sparks conversation and then you don't even talk about what you do and it builds that organic relationship yeah for the hardest hardest part uh definitely time management if you're not good at it and if you don't have a schedule yeah i think so too yeah i'd agree with that i'd say for me the ease or at least i'll start with the hardest part i think the hardest part is just keeping your mind right like Mm-hmm. not every deal is going to go through and, you know, be a sale and, you know, with deals falling apart left and right and buyers taking a break and sellers canceling on you and flaking on you. It's like, it's hard to kind of keep positive and keep your mind right. And also the next thing is you don't know when you're going to get paid a lot of the time, like until that check clears, there's no um, insurance that you're going to get paid. So I think that would be the hardest part of it. Just keeping your mind right and staying positive throughout the whole thing. Um, and I'd say the easiest part is probably just like getting into the business. You know, they say it's the easiest business to get into and the hardest to be successful at. I feel like the hardest part for me too was like just people, I didn't necessarily understand that this business is so like competitive and that people will do anything to kind of like get on top. And I hate (laughs) that so much. Like, I'm just not like I'm such a pushover and I didn't like know what I needed to do and like stand my ground in like life and so this past summer that was kind of like a wake-up call for me like I was like oh shoot I actually have to be like assertive and kind of like mean sometimes and I feel like that's definitely the hardest part for me um but it's like worth it and then you kind of become more confident in the process so it helps yeah you gotta be an absolute shark in this business like to get by you know you can't be a pushover at all because people are just gonna eat you up pick up on what you said Mackenzie definitely you have to be assertive because I I didn't realize that until actually a couple weeks ago on how assertive you actually have to be 
because if people aren't going to appreciate your services, why would you want to work with someone like that? Yeah, exactly. And you, yeah, you definitely have to respect like your own boundaries and like have like things that you just won't, because people will try to take advantage of you. And that's something like you have to know going into it. hundred percent. Um, Gavin just joined us. Do you want to, do you want to introduce yourself real quick? We're just kind of in the middle of some questions. Okay. My name is Gavin Lennard. I am a mortgage loan originator and real estate agent based out of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I also do a lot on social media as far as TikTok and uh, with economic news, real estate trends, and also uh, just stimulus and welfare programs as well. Awesome. I'm on social media. Okay, well, so back to the questions. I think I honestly only have like one left and it was just to ask you guys like, what goals do you set for yourself in the beginning of your real estate like journey and then um now being in this business for a while what goals do you have for yourself going forward i have so it's crazy because literally in the beginning of my journey it was like i wanted 30 by 30 and by that i wanted 30 rental properties before i'm 30 but i met with my mentor now last week and he was like you know, our team did 287, you know, deals last year. And I'm like, okay, he did that. So why wouldn't I be able to hit my goal this year? So it kind of changed my whole mindset, but that would be definitely the main one for me. Okay, awesome. I love that. I definitely, uh, six over six figures in that my first year and my first multifamily property. Me too. Yeah, when I first got into the business, I remember it, April 9th, I got licensed. And that day I made it a goal. And now, now I'm in like, I guess I'm, I'm in month number nine, but I guess it's my second year because it's 2022. But when I first got into it, my goal was just 10 million. I think, I don't know why, but that was just the number for me in terms of sales production. Year one? Pardon? Year one? Yeah, year one, April 9th, 2021. And I was like, I just want to do 10 million. That's, that's the goal for me. Um, so I just set that as a number and I was able to hit that by, and I passed it by a little bit, but now my goal, I guess for this year is 20 million this year yeah. and long-term, I don't know. I want to be on like the, like the, uh, realtor 30 under 30 list. I think that's, that's what it is for me. Awesome. That's a great goal. A million sales, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No, not, <laughs> yeah. Not 10 million commission. No, that'd be nuts. Like when Caden was talking about a hundred thousand commission and you said 10 million, I was just like, Damn. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'd retire. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, I mean, the, the average price um, for a house here, like a single family home is like, I mean, just any home is 1.1. 1. 1. Um, where my office is, you can't get a single family home for under like 2.1 million. That's so crazy. like, it, I mean, to hit that goal of 10 million takes like five sales, which is really not that much um, with the average sales price of 2 million. So um yeah but also it's it's also proportional so it's like you know the cost of living here is a lot higher too like you got a lot of you guys are targeted on the investing side of things i'm not there yet just because of like how expensive and kind of saturated the market is over here Mm -hmm. um again i told you guys i just wrote in a house the other day for a client of mine and we wrote 230k above ask all cash gave them a five-month free rent back home had a total of like 25 offers and it started at 1.6 i think it went up to like 2 million and 
there was no sale in that neighborhood above one point like six ever. Oh my god! Yeah, that happened to uh, a realtor that I'm pretty close with. Uh, their offer got denied yesterday, and they were one hundred and fifty thousand dollars over asking, and they were the lowest offer out of fifteen. Jeez! Is it even gonna appraise? Like that doesn't even. It make won't. Sense. You got it. You got to move appraisal. You got to go cash and apparently like five of the offers were cash on the one that i wrote on and like all the loan ones removed their phase of contingency that is it's nuts. insane <laughs> I don't yeah know i know I it's like do. you're coming up with like 300k cash it's like what the hell yeah. so if there's any sellers watching this leverage your market that you're in yeah <laughs> for um, sure that's insane <laughs> guess i'll go so when i first got in the business i my dream or my goal was to so um so eight million in real estate i don't know why it was eight million i think i did the math with my mentor at the time then um two months into the business i quickly met cody um kaden you know cody we, mm -hmm. we had a meeting with him and he kind of just changed my mindset and now i'm just more targeted in being an investor i see the real estate agent side just being a stepping stone to where i want to be so um uh, that's just that's just my goal right now it's just getting rental properties i think i want to get my first my first building this year and just branch out from there nice yeah 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 i think um it started out as like a stepping stone for me as well like i'll be a realtor first and an investor and then i just kind of fell in love with the nature of the business and the kind of the nitty-gritty of it and the adrenaline of the negotiations and now it's like for me i want to grow this into something huge like i want to have like a bunch of agents working for me and have a nationwide and possibly international company in the future and also obviously do investing on the side as well yeah yeah i love that yeah i also feel like i started out like not well i had no idea what i was doing really like i was just getting my license because it was quarantine and like i wanted something to do but i think that really quickly it turned into like something that is like such a tool i feel like that's a good way to put it like being a realtor just helps you build so much capital that will help you invest, that will help you become like financially free. And it's just like really nice to have um, your license, so. And the yeah. knowledge you learn too, just being around investors, being around real estate, like yeah. you learn so much about like the tax code, the um, investment benefits and whatnot. Yeah. Absolutely. Real estate changed my life. So far it's changed my life. It's made it, it's made For it way sure. better. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, real estate has definitely changed my life. Yeah. Yeah, over the summer of 2021, I was talking with my grandpa, and he was telling me how much he made from his rental units up, up and down the East Coast from New York, North Carolina, Florida. And I was like, all right, I'm going to need some capital to build. So I t that's why I decided to become an agent, so I can build that capital. Mm -hmm. And then there's been so many other ways that you can buy houses. Like, I found out that you don't really even need capital at all with seller finance owner finance which are basically the same thing and then you could wholesale which you don't even need a license for there's so many different routes that you can take in this industry so definitely don't just stick to one yeah yeah absolutely everyone who's a 1099 listening to this pay attention to what kaden said because like i know you guys struggle getting those conventional loans so like there's so many other options for you like like kaden said seller finance and creative financing you can even go hard money private money yeah um, and yeah i love private money private money's hands down probably one of my favorite yeah no those are all great options and like i feel like that just goes to show that it's not like a one-way street like there's tons of options and tons of avenues you can take in this world so don't feel like restricted and just being an agent or just 
investor or whatever it is, like you can do a lot of different things at once. And one thing to think about any wealthy person you talk to or, or company, it all comes down to real estate, how many locations they own, how many doors they own. And I don't know if anyone's seen this interview before, or it was a podcast. I can't remember. It was with founder of McDonald's and he asked a bunch of people, what do you think McDonald's business is? And everyone said cheeseburgers. He said, no, real estate. Because once you think about it, how many different McDonald's do you think there are in the world? Too many. It's the biggest real estate. The way they like structured that when they were doing the deals is like, you'd have to pay a percentage to get the McDonald's and you'd have to buy the land and rent the land out from them on top of the percentage you're paying to run the McDonald's. So you're paying McDonald's twice. Yeah, that movie was sick. That's it was crazy. It was smart. I don't have any other like questions for you guys, but do you have anything like you want to mm-hmm. share that you feel like you might be help might be helpful or any last thoughts? Um, just get in real estate. Don't think twice about it. I thought about it way too long. That's why I started my like when I was eighteen and a half. I wish I started right away. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people just think about it for too long. You're either like scared, think they're gonna fail. Just just hop in it. Yeah, you'll you'll be fine. Yeah. Get your name out there with your best interest at heart. Yeah. Get your name out there for sure. Because I see a lot of people that they won't even tell their social media that they're a real estate agent. They won't tell social media. They won't tell family. They won't tell extended family or friends or past friends. And then no one's going to know. Yeah. As long as you get that close sphere of who you knew, knowing, they'll spread the word as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'd say find people who inspire you in this business. For me, it's like Ryan Serhan, the Altman brothers, and, you know, some other people as well. And just, you know, digest their content, learn from them, uh, read their books, read their podcasts, because, um, and then just model your business after them. Yeah. Yep. I, I think the last point also is don't expect success overnight, especially at oh, yeah, for sure. in this business, you're going to need to work and work and work, and you're not going to see reward for probably years for most of us but eventually all your work will compound and it will start paying off in a massive massive way yeah totally yeah how that works actually because a lot there's a lot of dark times in the beginning that Mm -hmm. people don't see the return and it's it happened to me this past month and i got down on myself i had people asking me why i'm doing this when i'm not even getting paid and honestly the reward is worth the risk and the time that it takes because it got close to, I've been an agent for four months now and I haven't got my first deal and we're about to go mutual on my first one. So that's awesome. It was pretty dark and rent was coming up, uh, bill credit card bills are up. Like it was close to, I was going to have to start asking for some help or start selling some stuff that like I love like some car wheels or sneakers just to come up with that extra money. But that first deal came right at the perfect time. That's crazy how it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing happens to me. I was like, um, it took me three months to get my first deal. And until then, I was literally, I would leave the office at lunchtime. I would get in the office at eight, cold call, leave the office at 12 to go DoorDash during the busy hour, mm-hmm. come back at like um, three, and then head to my restaurant job at like four and work that until like 10. And literally, I was just on the hustle. And, you know, but once you get that first deal, it's like, okay it gives you assurance that, okay, I can do this. Like this yeah. is possible. And it just enlightens you. Yeah. Yeah. Aideen, did you, uh, 
Did you cut out that do the DoorDash and the restaurant job right after that first deal, or did you stick with that for a little while? So I actually stopped the restaurant job um, a little bit before I got licensed, and I was continuing to just do DoorDash. So I was grinding out DoorDash mm -hmm. and just like some other stuff too. I was like kind of making some like e-commerce moves a little bit. wasn't super successful in that to be honest. Um, but yeah, the second I did that first deal, I quit DoorDash and I kind of just used that money as like a safety net. Um, didn't really in reinvest into my business. I just wanted the safety and to know that, you know, if anything happens and I don't get a deal, I'll have money. I, I can pay my bills. Yeah. And after that, I just kept grinding it out, making cold calls. I would stay in the office prospecting all day. And that extra time I had led to me getting more deals. Um, so yeah, I think um, DoorDash was really helpful though, just because I could work on my own time schedule. So in case I had to show a house, you know, I could take time off. I wouldn't need to like, you know, give a two week notice just to take a day off or something. Yeah. yeah. I think that like totally highlights like what we all have in common too, is just that we're all willing to like hustle and put that effort forward. And if you take anything away from this episode, I think that's something that you just don't want to give up you want to keep going and like try no matter what and do what you can to make it work for you because it will pay off you just have to you know be hardworking and be determined so definitely don't get burned out though so yeah that's, that too. I think that's a big one as well because if you're not learning how to hang out with your family or hang out with say your boyfriend or your girlfriend or some of your friends you're going to become very lonely <laughs> and realize that you push everyone away to achieve your business, but there is a way to do both for sure. Yeah. And one thing about this business too, I've just kind of like realized this year, it's like, it's all about relationships and your friends and your networks. And I like last year, one thing I didn't do right was I was just, like I said, spending my whole time in the office, just prospecting all day. And I would never go out with friends or anything. And now I'm realizing, okay, I'm starting to go out with friends more and, going out to lunch, going out to dinner. Um, if I have free time on the weekends, I try and hang out with friends. And that's kind of brought me more business in a way almost too. Yeah. So, you know, that's one thing. Don't feel bad for hanging out with your friends. Right. Yeah, and those people ask the most questions too. Some of my closest friends are the ones that are willing to learn the most, which is awesome to me because they could be future business partners down on the road. Yeah, it's definitely a balance for sure. Like making sure you have that balance is super important too. Mm-hmm. And then with you guys, Trey and Mackenzie, with you being in college, has that, because even though you're online, have you guys met anyone from that or gotten any deals from school? Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not online. So like I'm at Virginia Tech right now. You're um, driving at four hours. No, well, I usually don't. Like usually I will just do real estate in my summer break and my winter break. Mm -hmm. But actually today I'm leaving because I just got a house under contract. And then tomorrow I'm showing new construction again. And so, but my birthday's on Monday. And so I'm like going home for the weekend to like celebrate with my parents and then also like um, show houses. I don't usually do that though. Usually it's like pretty separated. Um, but I have met people in Virginia that like are interested. And like, I've actually had people come to my office and like from TikTok that go to my school so that I can teach them like, how to get into real estate and stuff, which I think is super cool. Um, awesome. Yeah, and then they want to come like work at my broker. And it's like, I feel like even through social media, like it connects me to a lot of people at my school, mm -hmm. even though it's not the same state I'm licensed in. So that's my experience at least. 
I have a similar experience because I do go to I go to UMass Amherst, um, which is like oh, two and a half hours from where I'm from. But it's weird because kids they see you on social media talking about real estate and they'll just come up to you whether it's in the gym or playing basketball or in a class and they just like they know you know real estate so they ask you questions about getting into the business they ask you questions like a kid literally came up to me the other day it's like oh i just got my first rental property like do you have any tips about real estate investing or they just like pick your brain about stuff mm -hmm. um which for me i've been able to convert two of my buddies they're now looking for a house out here um which is pretty cool but it's kind of like the next step you provide information and then eventually they turn into clients down the line yeah. One thing I love about real estate, I mean, well, real estate and social media is say you post, you've got a pretty big following on TikTok. And even if you don't have a huge following, people will come up to you and it won't be that weird introduction middle ground. They already think they know you and it's awesome yeah. because you can just start the conversation right up and it's no different than saying hi to one of your best friends. I mean, it's new, but it just goes straight into the conversation and it's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah totally. I think people are always willing to like learn and, and more people are interested than you'd think like in yeah. like real estate and they want to know about it. So there's just always ways to connect with people no matter what situation you're in. But yeah. Um, Definitely pick a niche too when you're getting into real estate. True. Pick something that you can focus on other than real estate that can get you, get you, what's the word, get you intertwined with another community. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's like, I think basketball might kind of be my thing. I'm still kind of discovering what that hobby is that will help me find a community. Um, for me, it's kind of been basketball in the gym. Like I go to the basketball court, I met a bunch of friends through there. And now I'm just trying to start and go, going to the gym as well and kind of build that community as well. But I know somebody who does a lot of charities. So they go out to charities and um, you know, a lot of really wealthy people actually go to charities, a lot of people that are buying real estate and selling real estate all the time. And she just got a $6 million deal from, you know, somebody from the charity and what's the commission on 6 million. That's like pretty crazy. Yeah. The gym's definitely been mine for sure. I met a guy last week that has 150 plus car collection. I sent that to you guys on like the group chat. And then two days ago, I met a guy that's a mentor for e-commerce and he pulls up a picture of his house and it's an 85 foot yacht on Lake Washington. And it's like literally just sparking a conversation. You don't know, you don't know who can be wealthy or in the industry that you're trying to get into. So just stop, just start talking to people. Talk to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, awesome. I feel like that was really good. You guys definitely shed a lot of light on questions that I get all the time. And I feel like I've seen you guys get the same questions as well, like via social media. So I'm super glad we were able to do this. I appreciate it so much. Um, do you guys have any, like, if you want, I'll put your socials like down in the YouTube description and everything, if you want to send them to me, but if you want to plug yourself or like say anything, feel free. I just want to say happy early birthday, Mackenzie. Thank you. Yeah. Early so birthday. Excited. Happy early happy birthday. birthday. And then yes. like week, jeez. Do yeah. you do this every week, Mackenzie? Once a week, or is it? Yep, once a week. Like... Every so it'll go up on Monday. This episode will every Monday is when I upload. Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna format the ones in the future, but I'd definitely be down to do this whenever you want to. This was fun. Free. 
Okay, awesome. Yeah, I think, like, in the future, it'd be cool to do, like, maybe, like, a specific topic or something, maybe on investing or, like, some other, like, avenue, and we could go more into that, so. Yeah, so shout out to Mackenzie for hosting this. Shout out to Trey for staying up, like, 48 hours (laughs) to get on this. And shout out to my uh, Pacific Time boys and girls for uh, hopping on super early as well. Yeah, Yeah. I appreciate it so much, you guys. Like, seriously, thank you.